Train Productions presents Arch Rivals Football Season 2. Your starting lineup, Ricky Litwinkowicz, Alex Aldape, Todd Rosenfeld, and Nicholas Russell. Enjoy the show. What is up, everybody? It is the final fucking Tuesday of the preseason. Welcome to Arch Rivals. The date, August 27th, 2019. What is up, fuckers? We are all fucking here is what is up. Man, no shit. For a change. We're all fucking here. Which is fucking amazing for a change. Holy shit, balls. What'd you do there? I just shit like it's... Nick just popped into the full screen and scared the shit out of me. Hey, 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 my, hey, my bad, hey, my bad. I was trying to share the show, and I feel like it's my first day. <laughs> well, at least he's on the screen for a change. The fucking fatal four-way has begun. Oh, guess who he is? Yeah, I know. He, he, he for some reason NDI still hasn't fucking really done anything with the way uh, sizing of windows goes. So for it, like it, it fucking fluctuates. It's a fucking pain in the balls. But now he's up there, so we just got to make sure oh, he gets right. it. There you go. Oh, uh, right. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to everybody who's joined the show, all seven eighty you. We have a really, really great show tonight, and a lot of the show. <laughs> well, there is going to be some shit talking, but we're going to make sure Nicholas doesn't kill his voice. First off, well, yeah, after. His screamathon last week. I mean, I figured he probably needed a couple days off. No, hell no. Hey, look, as long as I'm alive, the voice never dies. Remember that. <laughs> Especially with Dak Prescott's involved. <laughs> it's actually pretty funny, though, because uh, Nick got a uh, New York cold going away present for when he left. So now he's just. He's still reminiscing in the whole cold. He took some of New York home with him. Yes. <laughs> and it wasn't even cold to begin with. So No, you know. it wasn't. Dude. Nah, dude. Look, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Like, I was trying to play it off that I wasn't feeling well, but uh, Helen Keller could have told you I caught something. So <laughs> If Helen Keller is telling us that you fucking did something, that's a great fucking woman. <laughs> well, she's really smart. So over the weekend, uh, Saturday evening, a very, very huge tweet came over from Mr. Adam Schefter. And I have him on Twitter, by the way. I do, too. Uh, there was a very, very interesting retirement happening. Now, it wasn't full detail. It said, first off, it was a rumor. Then the rumor about 20 minutes after that became legitimately fucking true. Adam, and then uh, he was booed off the, the field. Andrew Luck retired before the game on Saturday evening. And yes, it did shock the entire NFL as well as the fans of the NFL. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to start off with Nick because I was kind of texting with Nick while, when this fucking happened. And then we'll shoot around the rest of the room. Nick, give me your uh, your take on this whole luck retirement. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. I was I was shocked. As a matter of fact, um, I was done. Just got done doing 
the Mac and Black podcast, and I went to check my phone, and I saw that it said, uh, you know, ESPN, uh, breaking news, that Andrew Luck was going to retire from the NFL. And uh, I'll tell you what, it, it, it was crazy, you know, but kind of hearing the reasons of why Andrew Luck decided to retire, why, excuse me, why he decided to hang it up, while he was decided, you know, decided to be done. You know, I don't, I don't necessarily blame him. To be honest with you, you know, um, Andrew Luck has has more or less been injured over the last four years with the whole. You know, he missed was a couple years ago. He missed the whole year with the shoulder injury. Uh, you know, this year he comes into camp with this calf injury, and I think that calf injury must must have been a whole lot more serious than what was first imagined. And so for him to say, you know what, I'm kind of done with getting hurt, rehabbing, trying to get back on the field. It's a never-ending process. He's been dealing with it since almost 2015. You know, I'm with him on it. So I wish Andrew Luck the best. The only thing that makes me upset is now I got to pick a new MVP and now I got to pick a new AFC team to go to the Super Bowl because that's who I had going to the entire show was Indianapolis. So it's going to be interesting to see how their season goes, presumably under Jacoby Brissett. But, you know, best of luck to Andrew Luck. And I hope that, you know, he gets healthy. And, you know, he never really said that he was done, never going to come back. So hopefully he comes back. But it's unfortunate. And I commend the guy for it. I 100% commend the guy for it. He realized, you know what, my leg can't do it. I got to step away. A lot of guys would try and come back just to get the payday. He, he did. Listen, I think he probably could have said it even before the preseason. I'm sure the team had a little bit of a heads up of it. But like you said, I think the injury was a lot worse than what he was letting on to be. And that's what it's going to be. I give him all the credit in the world to, to know when it's time to hang it up. And he's hanging up young enough with not a lot of concussions. So he still has mental capabilities about him. And he can move on with his life. I doubt he will come back. And also, you're dead, dead, dead wrong with thinking they were going to all the way this year. But I'll leave it back to the later in the show. <laughs> How exactly would I be dead wrong? You're talking about a healthy Andrew Luck, a team that just went, a team that just went eleven and five last year with an improved defense, an improved offensive line, a better run game, and a healthy Andrew Luck. You don't think I would think Indianapolis would make it to the Super Bowl? You're nuts. Why would you you are absolutely nuts. <laughs> well, if you can kind of say the fact that uh, he was kind of healthy for last year. Kind of. See, that's the best you can come up with. He was kind of healthy. So what was going to say that he wasn't going to get crushed again? Come on. Okay. Well, okay, okay, okay. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. You seem to forget that he still was coming off that injury and notice – Notice that the Colts actually started, what was it, three and five last year? And he was still coming off their shoulder injury. But once he got healthy and the team started to gel, it went 11 and five and unfortunately lost to Kansas City in, in the divisional round. You're going to tell me that if Andrew Luck didn't come in and start between 80 and 70, prove defense, a better, a better now it's going to be gelled from last year with a better run game and a better receiving core that this team couldn't gel to make it to the Super Bowl? You're nuts! 
Because no offense, hey, I hate to burst your Kansas City bubble, but your defense on paper is seemingly worse than it was last year. And if you get Kansas City to play Indianapolis in Indianapolis with the healthy Andrew Luck, they would have killed your guys. Let's just call a spade a spade. See, we're not 15 minutes into the show, and you already got me riled up. <laughs> well, hold on. Don't let me say something. I haven't said anything. The thing is... Hold on. We'll do more question for you, Alex. Please, tell him. If they would have come into Kansas City, forget about you know what it looks like on paper and this and that. First off, the, the defense looks 10 times better on paper than it did last year. That's first off. So you're obviously not paying too much attention. They upgraded their defense immensely during the offseason. But Alex, you're, you're an Oakland Raiders fan. You're definitely not a Kansas City Chiefs fan. But who do you think, if luck was healthy, comes into Kansas City, who wins? The Colts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and here's, here's why. Have you looked at your track record with the Colts in the postseason? It's pretty fucking sad. And that like and that's all my buddies. Like when he when Andrew Luck retired, like, you know, some of my best friends, most of them are Chiefs fans. I'm in the heart of Broncos and Chiefs country. I'm right on the dividing line. And as soon as Andrew Luck said that he was retiring, there's just like, holy shit, our season just got a lot easier. Because these guys know, I mean, and you should know too, look at the playoff history with you guys going up against the Indianapolis Colts. They're a Chiefs-killing team. It, it's happened about about seven years. The game. I can quote you the game where there was only one punt in the whole game, and it was at the end of the first half. I watched that game freaking dying. Uh, I forgot who it was who fumbled the fucking ball, and Indianapolis won the game. Trust me, I, I know, I know what it's been. But this is not the history of the game. We're talking about the teams now. Talking about well, the, the teams, teams now. now. Still with your with your defense. Indy has no shot. In Arrowhead, Indy has no shot. In Indianapolis, I give the Colts a 50-50 shot. Well, everybody has a chance, a shot in Arrowhead. It is hard. I will I agree with you that it is harder to win in Arrowhead, but it's been done. It's been done by the Colts. So I don't. But with a healthy Andrew Luck and the way that their deep, their offenses and their defenses, I don't see Kansas City's defense taking down Andrew Luck. Thank healthy, you. Healthy. Thank healthy. you. I just don't see it. And, and a plus, we also have to take it to another factor that you've got you've got one major thing in Kansas City that fucks up your season every year. Andy Reid. What? What? Are you kidding me? I was so fucking happy when they got Andy Reid. Are you kidding me? When they got Andy Reid and Alex Smith, I was overjoyed. Alex Smith, not the greatest. And how many playoff Andy wins do you have with Andy, Andy Reid? Fucking amazing. I love that they got in. Love him. How many playoff wins do you have with Andy Reid? Nothing but winning. What are you talking? What are you talking about? He did nothing but win. Since Andy Reid in, in the playoffs, in the playoffs, how many times have you won with Andy Reid? Once in the past decade. Well, it's because so, Alex Smith, is Andy Reid. No, but here's the thing about you. you I, I don't understand you, Chiefs fans. You guys like. I mean, no offense to you guys, but you really like blowing yourselves a lot. When it comes to your eight and nine, or your eight, you know, your eight and no seasons, where you start, no, you guys start off the season okay. like a badass, and I'm not gonna, I'm not talking shit. This is the truth. You guys start off the season with fire. You play a great regular season. As soon as you get to the playoffs, Andy Reid doesn't matter if you got the first round by or not. Andy Reid shits the bet. His play calling goes out the window. It's ridiculous. It's like the guy's cool, calm, and collected the entire season. And as soon as there's a chance of a ring, he's just like, and then shits the bed. That happens so, every wait, year. 
except 20, one year, ten years ago. So we got we. There are some comments in the room saying, uh, "No way, the Colts were going to the Super Bowl with or without Andrew Luck." Thank you, whoever said that. Uh, I I will give my commentary that in a minute because I'm kind of just tidying up shit on this end. Uh, Chris Ripka says, "You poor bastard." My wife is a Broncos fan. I want to commit suicide every Sunday. Minnesota's shitty games and listening to my wife's act worse than a four-year-old in a Walmart watching the Broncos. Now, there is a rumor Broncos here. Quite, aren't quite as bad as the Chiefs fans, though, because those guys still believe in it themselves, and I feel for them because every year they get let down in the playoffs. There is a comment here. Is it true the Colts got Colin Kaepernick? <laughs> now, I have not seen no. a dime about any word of Kaepernick being signed or even being talked to. There have been memes of Kaepernick wearing Andrew Luck's jersey. I will probably say that's 99.9% false unless you're playing Madden 20. Now, Uh, yeah, I mean, I hate to say it myself because I really like the guy and I respect him a lot, but I have a feeling that we're never going to see Colin Kaepernick play another down. I agree. I don't think we will. And I think it's fucked up. I think it's stupid. The guy was a hell of a quarterback. He had one pretty bad year, but at the same time, the guy's been to a Super Bowl, too. So I don't think he got as much as he, as much of what he deserved. And I really, I mean, there are dudes breaking kids' arms in the NFL and uh, not getting suspended whatsoever. And this guy's been blacklisted for kneeling for something he believes in. I don't understand that logic. Uh, but, you know, the NFL wants to get behind child abuse. That's fine. You know, it's not my team. I don't got to worry about it. Um, you know what? Even though he's in game shape, I'll probably say this. So is fucking Michael Vick coming out of the pen. He was in game shape. Oh, you know, he was working out in the yard the whole time. However, well, exactly. Exactly the point. But my my whole situation with this is, is that the Colts were slated, were slated. Now, Andrew Luck does make a huge difference behind center, but the Colts did make a tremendous amount of upgrades in the offseason, both offensively and defensively. Exactly. Probably would have leveled out the playing field, so to speak. Uh, I know discussions that I've had with Alex, and I know discussions that I've had with everybody on this panel that the Colts were going to be listed up in that top six of slated teams to go into the playoffs. And there were a lot of bubble teams. We're not going to massage that fact of being saying that there were a lot of other teams that couldn't upset teams uh, whether it be via injury or head-to-heads or whatever, but the, the Colts at that point were slated as a top six team to make the playoffs. Yeah, Rick, but you escaped one thing, brother. You didn't answer the question of who you thought would have won had Indianapolis come into or whatever. Forget it. You know what? Put it on a neutral field. Indy versus versus KC, healthy Andrew Luck. Forget about the field. Take the field out of it. Listen, well, you if, if I'm that game, if I'm breaking game. if I'm breaking that game down right now, if you're the advantage man. the advantage is to the Chiefs in the passing game. Okay? That's part of it. All right. However, the rush game I would feel would be a lot better in Indy. Because at this point right now, uh, pound for pound, looking at all the stats and putting all these numbers together, Indy right now technically does have a slight edge at the offensive line than the Chiefs do. Okay, that's right off the bat. Yes, 
Chiefs did lose a ton of pieces in their second in their total defense whatsoever. They replaced a ton of pieces. They replaced pieces. They replaced Not pieces. all of them are NFL like from last year. There are speed. rookies on speed. on Casey's defense. Okay, but when you get rid of all the BS from the shit that the Colts had last year and added in more pieces. I feel like there was a very big added addition on the Colts defense that strengthened it because now their numbers going into this year dropped Kansas City that well Kansas City was at the bottom of the NFL last year in defensive year? numbers. Oh, the defensive okay. defensive numbers they were in the bottom bottom tier last yeah, year. And they did make steps up. But I got to tell you though, you may give a slight advantage and as a betting man as a betting I man, would give this. Money on that game? I would put this as a three-point spread going to the Colts. Colts favored by three. Colts getting three. But as a betting man, who do you put your money on in the game? I'm get. I would actually probably give it to the Colts. So you're putting. Thank your money you. On you know what? Thank you. You could Thank lose. You. And, 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 and can we stop acting like? First of all, let's stop assuming that all of a sudden Patrick Mahomes is going to have the same exact season that he had last year. I said this the last time we were talking about the Chiefs, last time he was on the show. This is now his second year. Everybody has tape on him. So you are sitting there, keep talking and acting like all of a sudden Patrick Mahomes is going to throw another 50 touchdowns. He's not throwing another 50 touchdowns. And, 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 and didn't Justin Houston leave Kansas City to go to Indianapolis? That one hurt. That one hurt. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. So there's an instant upgrade already for the Colts defense. They now got a pass rusher that will take down the great Patrick Mahomes. Get off me, dude. Colts in the Super Bowl. First of all, Colts would have been the number one seed in the AFC. B, the Chiefs would have had to go into Indianapolis. And B, Andrew Lux would have waxed that ass all up and down Indianapolis if he would have stayed in the NFL. There is absolutely no debate to this. There should be no debate. None. Whatsoever. Wait, wait, no. No debate. No debate. I will mention, okay, in recent history, Andrew Luck in the playoffs did lead as a huge comeback against a vaunted, and I mean heavily vaunted, KC team. I believe it was 2014 or 2015. With Alex Smith the helm. They were down 24 and won the game by three. With Alex Smith at the helm, not Patrick But Holmes. But again, there was also not the weapons of... And we didn't have the defense we have now. But there was not... Well, that defense kind of did help a lot during that thing. But also, there was no Tyke Hill, okay? There was no Kelsey. There's no Mahomes. The, the, the Chiefs back then were... A dink and dunk team. Were, they were a dink and dunk, dunk with a rush. Okay. Hey, 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 the Colts ain't worried about uh, Kelsey. Leonard would have spit on him like flies on doo-doo, my friend. Flies on doo-doo. Here, but here's the thing. I think we just keep uh, we keep missing here. And I don't want to – like, we had a, you had a Super Bowl team when you had Alex Smith. You've had – basic. you've had a team that could go to the Super Bowl about the last eight years. No, we Maybe not not completely the last eight years, but on and off. I mean, they've had some amazing seasons. And you can't say, I mean, I, I, I'll give it to the Chiefs. They've had some great seasons in the past 10 years. But as soon as they get to the playoffs, dun, 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 Andy Reid fucks it up. He's a great coach. He's a great coach. He's a great coach. But when it comes to the playoffs, he chokes. He does it every year. 
You know who Andy 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 Reid reminds me of? Like with all the hype and everything. Remember how everyone used to be on Steve Spurrier's jock when he was down in Florida? Like, all oh, Steve Spurrier's his offensive genius. He's a great coach. He's blah blah blah. Steve Spurrier won all of one national championship down in, in Florida. One. So let's not keep, and I'm, I'm with Alex on this one. Let's stop acting like all of a sudden Andy Reid is this, you know, playoff genius as much as Steve Spurrier was all of a sudden this great coach down in Florida. Said he's a playoff genius. You guys are putting words in your own mouth. Where, where, is, the, where, is, your, where is your proof of that? How, I mean, let's 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 look at how many. I mean, you gotta look at it, dude. How many playoff games have they won in the past twenty years? One. Twenty years? Like nothing. It doesn't matter. 10, 15, 20, They won one. Talk talk about when Andy Reid's been there. What five or six years now? Is that what Andy? And he still in? and he still is signed there till I believe twenty twenty two. And he turned the team completely around. Turn team completely around. Rick, is this what you feel like when everybody's barking on you about how the Patriots are all mad? Listen, is this worth like being listen, in the top? people can bark. No. <laughs> no, because you know why? One thing people have to say about the Patriots is they know how to win in the playoffs. Hell yeah. Tom Hell Brady's yeah. got, he's ran out of fingers for his Super Bowl championships. Uh, Andy Reid still has all, f- all 10 of his. Alex. Well, when was the last time you saw you saw like anything promising for your team? Uh, 2016, and then you know we went to the Super Bowl in 2002 and lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Damn right, because right. Gruden abandoned us in 2001, and then he went to go coach Tampa Bay and kick the shit out of us. This is what, just wanted we just talk about this in the past 20 years, bro. How many Super Bowls you been to? None. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I've been playing. I've been grown up in the AFC West. I know how the Chiefs do. They're a good team, and I don't think you. I'm not talking. Sh- I'm really not talking shit. I just don't have the confidence with Andy Reid behind the b- b- coaching. But when he's controlling this team, I have full confidence with him during the season, during the during the postseason. Zero. It's what. Let's see what happens. And you, they, you did good last year. You almost had it last year, but shitty play calling. It's really amazing how me and you have completely opposite views on it. And I've always been critical of my own team. I've always been very critical of my own team. But I was super happy, super excited when they got Andy Reid. And I, I'm a believer in the guy. I, I'll, I, con- I'll confirm that because he only lives two floors up. I, I'm truly a believer in the guy. I was very. He came and literally. Turn the team around. He, he picked up Alex Smith. Alex Smith is a very good quarterback, but he was. wasn't a star quarterback. He wasn't that guy who was going to push you to that next level. He See, turned- I don't. I don't disagree. I disagree. I thought you guys had every all the potential with Alex Smith, and I don't think the play calling was right in the playoffs when he would he would go there. I think Alex Smith was a winner, but I don't think he was. That next level guy. Like, you see, like, just compare Alex Smith to Patrick Mahomes. Forget about, you know, later in the career, early at their peak right now. Look at Patrick Mahomes. We only have one year to look at. I get it. But look so at how he, can we look at him in his peak? Look at what he He's did. He's only played year. one. I know he, he did great last year. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just not he has. saying yeah. that's bad. I'm not saying Mahomes is bad. I'm not shooting down Mahomes whatsoever. I think he's a great player. I really like the guy. 
I, I mean, I think he's a good dude, just as like as a person. Uh, I, I, but I can't. I'm with Nick on this. I can't completely back and go and say 100 that Patrick Mahomes is going to be like he had a great breakout year, man. Think of how many quarterbacks had a great breakout year and then went on to do nothing. There's 100%. a lot of. And if I thought he was that type of guy, I would say so. But he's just got such a skill set and such a maturity to him because of how he grew up. He doesn't. I don't think he's a flash in the pan guy with one season and he's done. I really think he's gonna. I, I said it to Rick last year. I think he's the next Tom Brady. I really do. I think he's gonna be around for the next 10, 15 years at an amazingly top level. And once again, I'm not saying it just because he's on my team. I'm saying it because I'm a football guy. I've been watching him my whole life, and the kids just got that talent. He just has that it thing. He has that talent. And why I like him so much better than I like Alex Smith is he's not afraid to throw the ball down the field. Alex Smith would almost never, never throw anything over 20 yards, ever. That's very true. Up until his last year. His last year, he actually finally started playing football, and they did well. And then, and then, oh, he got, they sent him off to uh, – did he, did he get hurt? And then that's when they brought Mahomes in for, like, the last game or something like that? I think he went to Washington or something like that. Well, yeah, but I mean, he got, I thought he got hurt and then went to Washington. But his no, he, last year, he was like, his last two years, he started throwing the ball and like, well, where the hell has this guy been the entire time he's been playing with his team? And then he finally shows up and then they trade him off to Washington. Um, yeah. Granted, I would have gone with Mahomes too. The guy's got a good record. I mean, he's a good quarterback. I'm not dissing him. I just want to see before I go ahead and start screaming this kid's praises. I want to see him not pull like what Kaepernick did. Kaepernick had a great breakout year. Went to a Super Bowl and the next like couple years he didn't do anything. Like I said, if I thought he was a flesh in the pan, I'd 100% agree with you. I would put the critique on myself. You know what? Let's see. You know what though? I think I think that criticism against Kaepernick is unfair. Kaepernick's numbers went down when they ran Harbaugh dead out of San Francisco. Yeah, you know, we've talked about year, that before. Excuse me. His best years was when he was in, when Harbaugh and him were in San Francisco. And once he left that, and, and once Harbaugh was ran out, Cap was never the same because the play calling didn't fit the style that Kaepernick played. Well, I, I do want to... Hold on, hold on. I just want to say what's up to my brother who just tuned in. What's up, Isaac? I do want to go to know that in somewhat of passing, we do kind of have to now look at what's going to follow up Andrew Luck in Indy. Now, thanks to NFL.com, who didn't fucking really give me a fucking compilement of career totals for the now starting quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going to give the rundown on just a few of the numbers, and then we can kind of maybe piece together maybe what the future may hold for the Colts at this point. So they are moving on to Jacoby Brissett. Uh, last year, four games played, two for four, uh, only passed for two yards. And uh, that was pretty much that. The year before, he had 16 starts, uh, 276 completions for 469 attempts, threw for 3,098 yards. 58.85 uh, completion percentage, average 6.6 .6 per play, 13 scores, seven picks. He did, however, get sacked 52 times, 
behind one of the shittiest offensive lines in football. So who is this? <laughs> it's not fantastic starting numbers per se, uh, but oh. they're I'd say maybe mid mid range quarterback numbers. If anybody wants to kind of agree on that, lower mid range. Yeah, I, would say. I mean, uh, here's the thing with Indy, man. Like I've I've actually you know I've I've been you know following a lot on Twitter. There were people saying a lot of stuff. There, I mean, there's and let me tell you, there are some people that re- seriously smoke a lot of crack. Um, I've heard people like calling out for him to for them to for the Colts get this to trade the Oakland Raiders a first round draft pick for Nate or uh, for Peterman. What? As yeah, I'm serious. People are asking for it. People have been asking for it, like on the in part of the Colts franchise, uh, like the like Colts fans are like, yeah, let's get Peterman, and they're like, what kind of drugs do they have in Indianapolis? And I need some of them because it sounds well, really awesome. Well, Alex, let me ask you this though, because John Gruden we know is in love with Nathan Peterman for some reason, and John Gruden I know is in love with Mike Glennon, who's both backups to Derek Carr. What if, and I do mean what if, the Indianapolis Colts ended up trading a first round draft pick for Derek Carr? Because I don't feel that Carr is the quarterback that Gruden wants. I think for whatever reason. He spoke high when he was on Monday Night Football about Peterman. I know for a fact he spoke super high about Mike Glennon. But could Derek Carr somehow be on that trading block? I'm just throwing that out. No, there. no. And I've thought about that, too. That, that's that been floating around, too. I don't see it happening just because, I mean, because, you know, I'm a, Raiders, I, I'm a Raiders fan. I watch a lot, you know. You know, watching Hard Knocks, watching a lot of their training videos, you just to, just to see, I, I see too much chemistry. That's it. Didn't ha- we didn't have it last year? And I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you, I did not think Car. I thought I thought this was Car's proving year. Like he has to play good, or play well, or he's out. But I've seen so far just through training camp and the way that they interact and the way that Car's finally gotten down to uh, John Gruden's place or his system. And his style of play that I think that they're begin they're building a very very good relationship and they're building Mayock and Gruden are building their entire system their entire offense around Derek Carr so I don't see them getting rid of him at least not this season I don't see us getting rid of him this season um, I could be wrong but still with with Nathan Peterman I a first round draft pick. Mm, no, maybe a fourth, but uh, no, I could see them take, I mean, a, a first round draft pick for Derek Carr. That could happen. I don't see it as being, um, I don't, it's not likely because. Uh, let, let me, let me throw this legitimate rumor that's been going around the last four days. Now you figure this news came out on Saturday. It's now fucking Tuesday. It's had some time to fester like a bad scab on a fucking infected wound. What would you think? And this is again, a rumor of let's say, I don't know the New York giants trading Eli Manning to the Colts for some type of compensation. Let's say maybe a third round pick, a second round pick with a future draft pick. What would you say about that? I wouldn't trade Eli Manning. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade for Eli Manning if they were giving me a stake and a blowjob, let alone a first-round draft pick. Like, I, <laughs> like, 
I'm sorry. I, 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 I love Eli Manning to death, but, you know, I thought I think he's been a great quarterback. But what is he going to go fill in his, his older brother's shoes and go to Indianapolis and then try to do something there? I right. don't see I, I the last two seasons I've seen uh, Eli play. Man, I'm surprised he's not gone this year. I well, really am. Let's let's not like kill that whole thing off. Because if you think about it, with the improvements that they did make in Indy, okay, maybe, just maybe, you could really just suck out that little bit of whatever Eli has got left. But then you're also looking at, you look at the way the fact, if you really want to take into account how the preseason is gone this year, again, quotation marks, it's fucking preseason, but... Maybe, just maybe, Gettleman did pull a fast one on everybody. He did get the quarterback of the future. Maybe, just maybe, they need that quarterback of the future now. And that $23 million salary that Eli is making right now may be his, his ticket out to get Daniel Jones in. Uh, I can see that actually happening. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that that's a very, that that's unrealistic. Uh, one thing I think about, you know, with the whole Andrew Luck thing, um, first off, thank you to Andrew Luck because no one's talking about Antonio Brown anymore. So <laughs> cheers. Um, but second of all, second of all, um, I do feel like as much as I back the guy, because I do like I, I feel I thought it was very like, what the fuck does that guy have to prove to or have owe those fans like he the guy's broken. He's his body's in pain. He does. I mean, if he wants to retire at 29, he's like he's got the shit beat out of him for the last four years. He deserves to retire. And I don't think he's done anything bad for that city that they got to boo him and rip off their jerseys and start tearing them up in the stands. That's stupid. Get the hell out of here with that bullshit. Grow the fuck up. Guys, you couldn't do his job. So, you know, that's that, that's the one thing I think about that. I mean, but when it comes to um, Manning, I mean, I don't, I could see him going to Indianapolis, but I don't know. I don't, do they want well, me, they want him? Do they let want me give him? You, let me give you a name um, that might be a little bit interesting that, that that's going to come out of left field. But, you know, Case Keenum just won the starting job in Washington. Mm-hmm. I wonder how long that that leash is going to be, because we know that Dwayne Haskins is obviously the quarterback of the future. Do the Washington Redskins showcase Keenum? Maybe those because, you know, the trade deadline is what, week six? So mm-hmm. those first four weeks, how about you showcase Case Keenum? See if Case Keenum is 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 at least capable enough to be quarterback of that crappy ass team in Washington, and then if he actually survives, then maybe Daniel Snyder's like, "Look, we're gonna plug into Wayne. That's our future. Here's Case. You know, still decent in age. Maybe we can get a second or third round pick out of him, and uh, you know, Indianapolis and Washington. That's just coming out of left field." Because, you know, all signs, all fingers were pointing to um, Dwayne starting in Washington. And then just last week, Case came in there. But that obviously is, you know, after all this talk about Andrew Luck, uh, you know, before Andrew Luck was going to retire. I have a question. Has anybody heard from the team of Indianapolis what they say they're doing moving forward? Is it definitely 
Brissett? Are they looking around? Jacoby Jacoby Brissett is their best option at this point. But has anybody heard of they around? There have not been any trade rumors or any real rumors of saying that they can immediately replace him. But to Nick's point, though, you showcase him through the first four or five weeks of the season. God forbid that I fucking say this. (laughs) Strike me dead if it fucking happens after week five. God forbid that Case Keenum has a fucking winning record with the Redskins. Then what? You definitely yeah. do not bring Haskins in. You're going to ride the Keenum train as long and as far as you can because guess what? Washington's been crap for the last, I don't know, fucking don't know how many years. 10, 12 seasons. They've yeah. barely won divisions. They make it to the playoffs, get kicked out. Listen, if Keenum somehow is the fucking miracle worker then you're not going to be trading him. There are going to be options out there, I guess, like surprise ones uh, from from cuts because 53-man rosters are due this weekend. It's mm-hmm. from... 90, That's the cutoff as uh, the 31st. 90 to, 90 to 53. It's not a gradual. It's a one-and-done cut. Yeah. So maybe there might be somebody uh, that, that's going to be on the scrap heap or, God forbid... That train, that train wreck down in Miami, because they're they're playing for pretty much a number one pick. Let's just let's just get this straight. They've not really done anything in Miami to make themselves a real deal football team. So maybe Miami at some point may be saying, you know what? Yeah, you know what? He's not a hundred percent great, but we have Ryan Fitzpatrick down here. We could trade his ass to fucking Indy. I mean, there's a lot of teams that are going to be you know, jockeying around positions and stuff. You never know what might happen by Sunday. But at this point right now, you got a guy that's been in the system with Brissett, so he knows it. And it's not the bullshit that it was two years ago when Brissett started, because that was a train wreck in itself. Right. But I'll give a lot of credit to Frank Reich for turning around that fucking team. Because when everybody counted them out for dead last year, and I said it to Alex, and Alex remembers it, I said to them, Indy's going to go on a run, and it's going to be a fucking great run that in likes of nobody's ever seen before. And Indy just started rifling off wins left and right. So Frank Reich is going to be the huge key to this whole thing because he is a former NFL quarterback. He was an offensive coordinator. Now he's their head coach. They may actually still turn something in out of this. They really might do it. We're all discounting the fact that you lost Andrew Luck uh, who was comeback player of the of the year last year? But I'm not going to knock it yet. I want to see. I want to see like the first two three weeks of this regular season before we can even demolish the Colts. Well, listen, I'm not looking to demolish the Colts, but in my opinion, looking at the team right now, I don't think they're better. Unless something drastic happens, I don't think they're better than a six and ten team this year. Well, that's going to yeah. be very. T- that can be very true. Um. I think they would. I, 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 I'm, I'm. I still agree with Nick, though. I think had, had they had a healthy Andrew Luck and he'd have played, then uh, I think they. I don't know about Super Bowl, but they definitely would have been gone deep into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I do have a thing. It kind of. I mean, and I, I, I'm not a football player, so I'm not gonna boo this man. Uh, you know, because I, you know, I, I played football in high school, nowhere near the NFL. Um, so I can't even compare. But I do think that, like, man, how are you going to retire before week one? We've had 
training camp. You've had three other preseason games, two other preseason games, and you're just now like, yeah, guys, I'm going to retire. But you know what? That that goes to what I said earlier. I think that calf injury is a lot more serious than what was to be let on. Because remember, he heard it before the preseason. Then it was like, okay, maybe he'll be back by week two. And then kind of by the time week two, the preseason came along, there was reports that he might end up missing the season again because of the calf, because it didn't get any better. And then by week three, which is supposed to be your dress rehearsal, Mm. now all of a sudden... He's not playing, and now once before the dress rehearsal game, he just decided it was time to hang it up. So I, I think between Ursay, Luck, and the doctors, they all just came to the agreement that maybe Andrew Luck should take one to maybe, because I don't think Andrew Luck is done done. I just think he's doing a Jason Witten. Remember Witten last year or the year before was, was whittled with injuries, decided to retire, and then spend a year in the booth before he was ready to come back. Why? Because he took a year off to get healthy. I think Andrew's going to do the same couple of things, spend time with his family, spend time with his wife, spend time with his kids, get healthy. And then maybe by the age of 31, you know, after you've had two years off and you still got the prime of your life, maybe he decides to come back and play. I don't think Andrew Luck is done done. I just think he just needs a lot of time just to get himself healthy. Well, he definitely needs to grow his beard back because, damn, that's a goofy-looking bastard, and I never realized it until he trimmed his beard all the way down. I saw him in that press conference. I was like, Jesus well, Christ. I mean, I'm no, I'm not a looker myself. Why do you think I have a long a, a beard? And I keep right. it at a certain length for that just that reason. So, being shaven. <laughs> well, let's, before we kind of like... I'm just saying, don't count the beard out, Todd. Before, before we move on to the... Next point of the uh, the, the show. Alright. I, I did do a little bit of research going into this, knowing the fact that this pretty much was going to be like the meat and potatoes of the freaking show tonight. Luck mm. did leave $58.4 million dollars on the That's table. Thank you for doing the research. That's one point. Second point is Luck's injuries are not all NFL-based. Let's just get this out there in the open. Getting a little freaky in the bedroom, and then they tried to strap on or something, and then didn't work out. I don't understand. The first labrum issue that he had was not a football issue. It was a snowboarding accident that he had, and he held it away from the team long enough that when he went on the injured the injured list or the the injured reserve or whatever. This is where the news came out. So let's not discount the fact that because this is an ankle injury, we still do not know where the true base of this injury has come from. Because Luck has not played really very much in the preseason, A. B, they're not showing very much of the preseason practice footage from the Colts to show an exact point where he hurt his ankle. So I'm going to, as much as I would say that, yes, I liked to watch Andrew Luck playing as a person in himself to withhold injury news like that, that in my, that in my brain does not calculate you being honest with your fan base, your teammates, or the organization. 
Yeah, I, I and that's 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 very true. I mean, we'll, we'll bring up AB. At least, I mean, the cryogenics thing, come on, dude. Like, really? You should know about this. You've done it before. But at least he went flat out and told him, like, I have frostbite on my feet, guys. Uh, I went to a cryo chamber. Look, I and you can't really... Like for your first thought when you said he heard it, could, he, the first issue was from a snowboarding accident. Like, what the hell is this guy doing snowboarding when he's playing for the Indianapolis Colts? But then you're like, man, the guy's got to have fun. He's like, you know, if, you, if he wants to snowboard, let him snowboard. But in that situation, you are you play for the Indianapolis Colts. So if you've hurt yourself snowboarding, you need to be telling them right away. Like, hey, guys, this is what happened. We need to start PT. What? You know, it just it, it it's a fucked up situation. I'm gonna say this: it is a fucked up situation. But you know what? Teams throughout history, regardless of whether it's a player retiring or an injury, because there have been multi players that have been hurt. Let's say the third or fourth weeks of preseason in dress rehearsal. Teams really should have been ready for this. The Colts were kind of putting the house on this whole deal and it just didn't work out. They fucking bankrupted themselves at the fucking at the table. It is what it is. Hi right, guys, if you don't mind, I'd like to move a little forward with the show since we spent almost an hour talking about this one issue. Oh, I've we- got another issue. Oh, so well, we're good. I, I want to put, I-, I posed the question in the group toss earlier. I want to put it out to everybody listening. Who are your preseason? It's before the season. The first snap of the season hasn't happened yet. Who do you see in the Super Bowl? I'll start off with saying who I see. Obviously, my AFC team is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. And not just because they're my team. I think they're the team to beat this year. I really do. That's my personal opinion. Am I biased? Yes. I can't lie. I am biased, but I also think we have the team to really do it this year. I truly honestly do. I think they probably will meet the Patriots in the AFC Championship game. And can the Patriots win? Yep. But I don't think it's going to happen this year. NFC is a little harder. I think I go with my heart on this one, and I want to see Drew Brees in there. So I think I, I think the Saints still have a great team also. So I think the Saints have a great shot at also. That's why when you're saying Andrew Luck and the Colts, hands down, I'm like, I just can't agree with that. I think Drew Brees has just been so good for so long, same as Tom Brady, been so good for so long, it's hard to say that they're not going to be there. All right, so we do have a comment in the chat that's from Zachary Woolsey. Up, uh, boy. First off... He cursed. I love that in the chat. Keep the fucking shit going. Because uh, yeah. uh, he's talking about Cowboy Nation. And There's no... Hello, listen here, motherfucker. There is only one nation in the NFL, and that is the Raider Nation. So don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted because it's a Chiefs Kingdom Raider Nation. There is no Cowboys Nation. I'm sorry. That's right, I, think it's more like, I think it's more like a powwow. <laughs> no, the Cowboy powwow. <laughs> I don't know. Talking about cowboys and hey, hey, I'm, uh, hey, hey, I'm gonna let you guys go before me because I still have to figure out. I know who my NFC team is. I still haven't figured out who my AFC team is. I'm gonna let you guys go first before me. All right, I'm throwing it to Alex then. AFC teams um, that's gonna go to the Super Bowl. Who are yeah. your two teams to go to the Super Bowl? Yes. Who's your pick to be in the Super Bowl? AFC. I'm gonna have to say that I have. Well, I have a. Fe- I have a feeling. Uh, this is his last year. I'm going to say Tom Brady goes for number seven. I don't know if he's going to win it. 
I don't know if his team's going to win it, but I, th- I for some reason, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady have been stuck with garbage teams and still win Super Bowls year in and year out. So I'm going to have to go and say that I'm going to go with the Patriots as much as I hate to, as much as I don't like the Patriots. Uh, I I have a feeling they're going to do it again this year. They're, they're kind of an unstoppable force. Now, I think it's going to be a little bit harder for them because, I mean, that last Super Bowl game was just snooze fest, but they still want it. So I think that they're going to go. I, I, I think they're going to go and do it. Um, now, NFC, man, I'm not sure. I, ha- I have a uh, Rams lost a lot of good people last year. Um, uh, I, th- I think I'm going to have to go with the Saints. I have I, every person in the fucking NFL groups that I shared this show to. But uh, that, that's What's just that? what they say. Pat Saints People hate on the Saints. Really? And I and, and thank for, thank God that I've gotten into seven fucking groups where they don't fucking hate on me because I'm the, the lowly Patriot fan and all of them. But they all hate on the Saints. Why? I don't that's know. Because, that's because the New Orleans Saints are more overrated this year than you guys are giving them credit. And Mark, and as an NFC South connoisseur, I'm telling you right now, if there's one team that's really going to suck this year, it is going to be the New Orleans Saints. We're talking about the same Saints who Mark Ingram, who just left New Orleans to go to Baltimore, admitted that the Saints will not get over the blown pass interference call. I think Drew Brees, towards the end of last year, looked like his age. I think defensively, they take a step back. And I just don't think that they're going to be that good this year. So, and, and so for everyone that's hating on the Saints, I'm on the same bandwagon you are. The Saints are not. Last year was their window to go. And regardless of the pass interference call, they still had three chances to get into the end zone and they failed. So don't cry to me about the pass interference call. I don't think that has anything to do with it. Yeah, I I think I, I think you're right. But I think they can do it again this year. I think no, I don't. I don't think. I don't think they can. I don't think they can. I think. It's, I think. I think they're going to be. I. I really think they're going to be a shell of themselves this year. I really do. And give us your answer, Nick. Stop dancing around the question and give us your answer. Well, first off, I didn't dance around anything. I just can't figure out what team in the AFC I want to go to the flipping Super Bowl. Like I got choices. I got you know people that I don't know. I want to go, but it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I could sit here and be real stupid because I'm high on Buffalo this year and said that they would make a run to the Super Bowl. But I don't want to go off too far off the deep end. So, let's go. I don't know, dude. I gave you, you've had now, what time is it? What time is it? I can't even It's 10.30. You've had... An hour and a half to think about this question. You tell me in the hour and a half your brain could not come up with an answer of an answer. No, no, because my heart was set in Indy. That's why <laughs> my heart was set in Indianapolis. I had no other team going but the Colts. I'm not thinking about anybody else. So, so I mean, if, if I'm gonna play face, if I'm gonna play face right now, I mean, I guess the next best team would be what the New England Patriots, maybe. So I mean, you like you almost have to go with them at this point. But for the NFC, this is not even up for debate for me. I got Dallas in the Super Bowl going this year, baby. 
You had best believe. I did not realize how good the Dallas Cowboys were until I did a preview of them on my Mac and Black show. And I'm like, damn, if they can figure out this Ezekiel Elliott nonsense, oh, Dallas is going all the way to the show. And I'm talking about they're going to ride hard. Because you're going to tell me that Dak Prescott this year is going to have the privilege of throwing the Cooper, an improved Michael Gallup, a rejuvenated uh, Randall Cobb, a healthy Jason Witten behind that offensive line? Give me a break. And their defense has already been good. I have seen a lot of videos of their defense, and their defense is angry. I'm telling you that. And the the one person I think – on that defense that's going to make it come and go, is Sean Lee has to finally stay healthy. If Sean Lee on that defense can stay healthy, Dallas will be serious. But they really got to get this Ezekiel Elliott thing figured out because then the NFC is pretty much done. So for whoever in the chat room is talking about Cowboys Nation or whatever it is, I'm on the same bandwagon you are. Just like, (coughs) excuse me. I was on the same bandwagon last week that Dak Prescott is the top 15 quarterback. Dallas will be this year the best team in the NFC market. Yo, Nick, Nick, next time you come to New York, bring with it whatever you're smoking, dude. Please. Please. Uh, he's, I don't know, I'm not so far behind Dallas, but I mean, no, with, no, I Ezekiel, with Ezekiel Elliott, I think, I mean. Uh, they have, they have a they have a, they have a good they have a pretty decent chance. I don't think Dak Prescott's a top ten quarterback though. That's what I was getting at. Also, he is nowhere right. near. Me and Mick were talking outside about this, and I said he's at best a mid tier guy. At best, he's a mid tier guy. I don't know why what you've seen that I haven't. That you're so high on him, Nick. I don't get it. I I really just can't understand why you're so high on Dak Prescott. But because about Dak- because okay okay, it's the same reason why you're so high on Mahomes. Correct me if I'm wrong. When Dak Prescott first came into the league, did Dallas yes or no make it all the way? Had what the best record in the NFC? Yes. When you put good weapons around a good quarterback, they will produce results. The one thing that killed Dak was Dak, until they went out and traded for Amari Cooper, had no wide receivers. Now, again, you're going to have Amari Cooper you just had a whole year with. You're going to have um, uh, uh, Randall Cobb, who's getting out of that crap garbage situation in monkey-ass Green Bay. And now you're going to have Michael Gallup that's now got a year under his belt with a healthy and rejuvenated security blanket in Jason Witten. There should be no excuse for Dak Prescott this year to produce results. And he is much better than you guys give him credit. All you see is Dak and Dallas, and everyone assumes he sucks. Because the last time I was high on a quarterback that was in Dallas was the year that Dallas got screwed in monkey-ass Green Bay on a catch that that Helen Keller could have told you that Des Bryant caught. Hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. Were you not the one just a couple minutes ago telling saying about Drew Brees and the pass interference call? Get over it. And you're gonna say I was high on a quarterback, but a guy I could have seen him in the castle. Yeah, okay. I'm not saying what I didn't say was okay, now you're putting words in my mouth. What I said was what I said was was that the difference between first of all, the difference between what happened in New Orleans and what happened on Dallas was that pass interference was on a first down play. 
that nonsense that happened in, in Green Bay was on a fourth and two, and it was a touchdown. So don't give me that crap. Don't try and twist my words to benefit you. Get out of here. You will not do that in my presence. You've lost your mind. No. So now here's the thing I think about where I feel like people get I think people get way too high on Dak Prescott because look at who he replaced. I mean, really. Now, don't get me wrong. Tony Romo, great announcer. Awesome announcer. Did not think he was a great quarterback. He didn't prove anything to me as a great quarterback. So then we get this young hotshot Dak Prescott to come in there and he starts doing a little bit, makes a little noise his first year. Last year, he didn't even with Mari Cooper. It wasn't that great. So what I'm saying is that it's the same thing that people that you're saying about Mahomes is what happened with Dak Prescott. First year, hardly anybody could touch him. He was the new phenom. Bam, 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 bam. Dak Prescott, the shit. Him and Ezekiel Elliott just running over people, kicking ass and taking names. Then last year, not so great. Didn't do as great. So I think what you're, what are you right? I'm, I'm taking your point and saying that Pete, there's tape on him. Now, I, I mean, he's got to be able to prove they need to figure out the Ezekiel Elliott thing because even with Cooper and Cobb, I don't see Dak Prescott as that quarterback. I could be wrong. I'm. I will admit I'm wrong. If, he, if they go to the Super Bowl and win it this year, I will gladly admit that I'm wrong. But I don't see Dak Prescott taking the Cowboys there. And I think that's the problem with the Cowboys is they always have, they always have a fairly decent team. But it's like their quarterback since Aikman, their quarterback's just been garbage. And not that they're yeah, bad that's quarterbacks. Not bad because Troy Aikman's career numbers aren't that great either. Let's not let's not jump off the deep end quite on yet. We're talking about a man in, in, that's for whatever reason made the Hall of Fame through the same amount of touchdowns that he did interceptions in his career. That's Give me true. a break. That's very true. Yeah. So and and, and 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 stop sleeping on Tony Romo. Okay, Romo was better than people ever gave him credit because again, people hate on Dallas. And people hate on Tony Romo, just like people hate on uh, Dallas. So people are going to hate on Dak. Dak is taking the next step. Trust me. You know what? I, I don't. I don't disagree with you. I do feel that we have like I, I'm pretty excited about the new the new era of quarterback that we're going to start seeing. And I do believe Dak Prescott is part of that new era, but you know, when now we've got, you know, we've got Dak, we've got Baker Mayfield, we've got I, Kyler Murray. If he can't, if he can go one for eight, goes one for eight in a preseason game. I don't, I, I'm not seeing his as even an option to get excited about yet, but we are seeing these, these new young kids that are coming out and they're, they're heavy hitters from the get. Well, we got Mahomes. You know, I mean, I'm I'm excited about this. Uh, you know, the, these new these new hotshot quarterbacks. The old era is going down. Aaron Rodgers getting old. Drew Brees getting old. Tom Brady's getting the the greats. So it's time to it's they're making way for new guys. And I'm sorry, Kansas City, but I don't think you're going to hold on to Mahomes for very long once Tom Brady retires. Maybe, maybe not. But I just want to make one thing perfectly crystal clear to Nick. I do not dislike Dallas at all. I don't hate on Dallas. I've never had any reason to hate on Dallas. I know what you're saying. The point you're making is all the other people hate on Dallas because they're Dallas. That's not me. For years, I watched football to watch other teams play because the Kansas City Chiefs suck so bad. 
it wasn't so it wasn't really interesting to watch their games. I remember when um, DirecTV first came out with the NFL Sunday Ticket. I got the package so I could finally watch the Chiefs every week, and it was heart wrenching watching them. So I would watch every other team. I don't hate on teams. I enjoy watching football. I just don't think Dak Prescott is anywhere near the quarterback you think he is. It's not me hating on him because he's Dallas. It's me not. It's not even me hating on the guy. It's just my perspective on what I think he is in in the NFL, and I think he's at best a mid level guy. Okay. I don't know, man. I got him in my top fifteen. I know that. All right, so let's 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 run this up because I mean we did have the fucking MVP conversation and everything else planned, but so I did a little bit more research for fucking the top list of quarterbacks in the NFL. Nick, <laughs> NFL and the PFF ratings have the identical list of quarterbacks together. Okay? So there's no fucking around. There's no saying, well, these guys suck or these guys suck because it's the general consensus of what the listing of the quarterbacks are. Okay? So... We'll round this panel out. I'm not saying a fucking word about who's better than who. I'll go over the names, go around the room, and then everybody will tell me yes or no. Okay? Starting at number one, is Patrick Mahomes better than Dak Prescott or vice versa? Todd. 100%. Alex. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Did we just lose it? No, no. He's there. I don't know. So Alex is on the fence. I, I, I have no. I, I can't. I don't think I can make that assumption on Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I, I he played great last year. Um, this is his second year, and this is where we'll we'll see. But it's, third year. it's his third year. Second, his first, his second year starting. Yeah, second year starting, third year in the league. He got to spend a year behind a great quarterback. Not great. I'm sorry. That, that was a very I'm bad mistake to say. That was a bad mistake saying that. Well, he's but saying he's, Trent Green is a great, or uh, sorry, not uh, Alex Smith is a great quarterback, mediocre well, at best. That's why I, I, I had middle to tier. That, I had to take that back. Okay, so Nick, are you going to tell me Prescott's better than Mahomes? Do I think Prescott is better than Mahomes? No. Okay, number two on the list, Drew Brees. Todd is Drew Brees is one hundred percent better than than Prescott. Okay, Alex. Yeah, I'm going to have to go and say Breeze is better than Prescott. I mean, he's got the better track record. He's got more t- year in the league um, or more years in the league, more experience. Um, yeah, so I'm going to have to say Breeze. Okay, Nick. Yes. Okay, so he's definitely not a top three, all right? Because number three on the list, again, this is a question mark to a lot of people, but if you compare numbers from last year to this year, which is what they did throughout the list. Philip Rivers is number three on this list. That's a little crazy. But Philip Rivers is still, in my opinion, better than Dak Prescott. Philip Rivers, is, in my opinion, is actually one of the most underrated quarterbacks of our generation. Alex? Um, I don't know if Philip Rivers is better than Dak Prescott. Thank you. I don't. I mean, I, I agree with Todd that he's underrated, but I don't think he's better than Dak Prescott, no. So just keep these numbers in, in mind, and they're, they're here to, for, for reference, right? Okay. 16 games last year, 68.3 completion percentage. Great. 4,308 yards passing, okay? Eight and a half per attempt, 32 scores, 12 picks. That's a really, really good season. Okay? So take those numbers into there. 
we're now going to bypass Andrew Luck because he's now not in the NFL anymore. So now these numbers, the quarterbacks underneath will jump up a number. Okay, Aaron Rodgers now would be at number four. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Before you skip to the next person, I was just reading in the chat that Medina Antonio said Rivers is overrated. Who in the world has ever overrated Philip Rivers? Can somebody? Right. You know the one thing. You know the one thing that uh, Dak Prescott has done that Philip Rivers has never done. That's be the best team in his respective conference. Next. Oh no! The statement was Philip Rivers is overrated. Okay, I don't, I don't think so. I think he's a very underrated quarterback, but I don't see him as number three. I don't think he's better than Dak Prescott. But you got to remember, you got to remember what the word overrated means, though. The word overrated doesn't mean he sucks. It just means that his play doesn't match the hype. And no offense, uh, okay. Philip Rivers' play doesn't match. The hype of everyone thinking like, oh my god, he's the third best quarterback in the league. No. No, so I think he's overrated. He yeah. might actually be correct. No, okay, yeah, I can get I can buy that. Strictly if the, the guy in the chat is speaking strictly of the list, okay, fine. Yeah, he's not number three. But in general, Philip Rivers is completely underrated. He's never on the talk when you talk of great quarterbacks. And if you look at the guy's stats, he's fucking amazing, actually. Okay. Moving on. Aaron Rodgers would technically now move up into the number four spot okay uh, uh again i'll start uh, alex rogers or prescott i'd go rogers like is that really a question yeah rogers anybody who would say otherwise is just not a football person okay so technically right now we've gone through wait ethnic ethnic no, i'll take i'll take rogers over prescott okay so now you're four quarterbacks into this list all right, all right. now at number five russell wilson i take prescott I take Thank Prescott. you. Thank you. Thank you. You want to talk about overrated quarterbacks on this list? You just named one. Yeah. Russell Wilson. Everybody, yeah. mama thinks that Russell Wilson, for some reason, is his top tier quarterback, and he's not. He is not. Get off me with that. And and let's just minus all the. He won the Super Bowl. Man, you won an old ass Peyton Manning and a Denver Broncos team. Kiss my nuts, dude. Russell Wilson is not that good. Thank you, Todd. Finally, we agree. Prescott over Russell Wilson any day of the week. All right, but you know what? Let's go by numbers. What's, what's Alex's pick? Wait, what's Alex's no, I pick? Said, I, I said Prescott. All right, so again, let's keep the numbers in fact. 16 games, 65.6 completion percentage, threw for 34.48 yardage, 8.1 an attempt, 35 touchdowns, 7 picks. That's good. 35 touchdowns. Okay? So, already right now, I'm looking that he may have not thrown for as much yardage, but he did throw 35 scores. See, but you know what those stats don't tell you? What? Which ones of those are garbage touchdowns? Thank you. Thank you. That's why you can't always go about the numbers you see. Sometimes you got to watch the games. And I'm going to tell you what. There's a few games that Russell Wilson has been in that he looks like complete, utter garbage. He's overrated. Next. Medina doesn't even believe it either. See? So it's a 50-50 argument if you really want to go on that. No. Okay? No, it's a 60 Because I, I don't agree. I definitely don't agree you that don't he's agree overrated. Me, Alex, and Nick agree. I would still probably take Russell Wilson anyway. That's you. You're entitled to it. Nobody's not. You're entitled to it. So the next one on this list, again, PFF and NFL have Jared Goff. Ugh. 
at number six because it gets moved up with yeah, no, no luck. With no luck. Okay? Ugh. See, this is a hard pick. To me, this is a hard pick because I think both of them are good quarterbacks. Um, I, in this one, I would probably go with Prescott. In this one, I would probably be him and God. I think it's really close between the two of them. I think it's a coin flip between the two of them, but I would go with Prescott on this one. Alex? Um, I'd go Goff. I'm going Prescott. Okay. I know where you're going, Nick. Back to your numbers. 16 games, rounded out 65 pass percentage, completion percentage, 4688 pass yards, 8.4 per attempt, 32 scores, 12 picks. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt yeah. is number now seven on this list. Oh, this this ain't even dude. Dude, I'm, I'm going to give you five seconds on this. You ready? Dak over Matt Ryan any day of the week. Any day of the week. Dude, Matt Ryan sucks my balls, dude. Get out of here. Matt Ryan is much more of a pocket passer. He doesn't move, but I would definitely take his precision over Dak. I definitely would. I, I definitely, definitely would. Alex? That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, I'm going to have to go Prescott. All right, so just to remind everybody, the numbers-wise, 69.4% through 16 games last year. What did I just say? I would take his percentage. Completion percentage, (laughs) almost 70. I just said that. (laughs) 4,924 yards passing, again, an 8.1 yard per average, 35 scores, 7 picks. Alex's favorite quarterback is on this list at number 8, Ben Roethlisberger. Mm. No, I'm not a fan of Big Ben. I would have to go with Ben between him and Prescott. Yeah, I'd have I, as much as I hate that guy. Uh, I, I'd have to go with Roethlisberger. Next, Ooh. And if you really want to go with my numbers, Prescott got completely burned on this one. But Nick, come on, what's your pick? I'm going Prescott over Roethlisberger. Wow. Okay. Now, now let me ask you something. Is that football? Is that your football mind talking? Is that or is that your heart talking? A little bit of both. They okay. both speak to me at the same time. Uh, <laughs> Big Ben's numbers: sixteen games, sixty-seven pass completion uh, percentage, fifty-one hundred and twenty-nine yards, seven point six per attempt, thirty-four scores, sixteen picks. So Big Ben threw over five k this past year. I didn't know that. Okay, Brady is the number nine one on this list. How is he so? I mean, I know he's getting old because his numbers were not as great. They ran the ball more last year. Mm, You know, I'm gonna have to take Brady over Prescott. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll take I'll take Tom Brady over over Dak. Hey Nick, if you don't take Tom Brady, I'm hanging up on you. Okay, (laughs) I'll take I'll take Tom over over Dak. This is where I know there's going to be an argument with like fucking twenty minutes left. Deshaun Watson is number ten on this list. Yeah, this is a joke. Alex, jo- Dak over go with Deshaun. Fred, yeah, Dak. Yeah, I think I go with Dak also. Okay, again, just let's keep the numbers in fact. Sixty-eight point three completion percentage, forty-one sixty-five in pass yards, eight point two per attempt, twenty-six scores to nine picks. Number eleven, Baker Mayfield. I take Mayfield. I think he has much more of a higher upside. Alex, I don't think he's proved. I mean, he's he proved definitely proved himself that he can ball, but like 
And uh, I think he's got a better skill set. Uh, yeah, it could be right there. He does. He's you know, um, he did come from a good program. Uh, I would. Ha- I mean, I I think I have to go Mayfield. I I, I don't think. I don't think the, I don't see that the numbers are. I mean, obviously the numbers are probably going to show are, are going to show that, and also I think just, just to prove what he did with his, the team last year was huge, and so yeah, I'm going to have to go with Mayfield. And Nick Dak. Wow. Uh, all right. You wait a minute. Let me make sure I got this straight. Let me make sure I got you two straight because y'all about to make me go crazy. Off of one year, you're going to really think go sit here and tell me. That Baker Mayfield is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott after one year, just because y'all gonna calculate a bunch of ifs. Y'all just lost your damn minds. Seriously? No, no. Okay, so we'll so put so Mayfield put Mayfield in Dallas. Put put Mayfield in Dallas. He does way better than Prescott. Put Mayfield with Mari Cooper and uh, and, and put Mayfield in Dallas, and he wipes the floor with Prescott. Next. Next. Again, another one that's on the fence. Okay, again, this is their stats. This is their listing. Kirk Cousins. Oh, my God. Dak Prescott. Dak all day. All right, but just to fill in the numbers. Fuck his numbers. We don't care. Um, (laughs) Fuck his numbers. Through for 4,300 yards, 30 scores, 10 picks. Not a bad year. Not a bad year. Carson Wentz is next on this list. Ooh. Yeah, I just did the same thing. I just did the same thing. Ugh. Um, going Wentz. Carson Wentz. Yeah, I think I go with Carson Wentz on this one. I would go with Wentz if Wentz wasn't so wasn't one hit away from missing another year. Give me <laughs> that. All right, Alex. I, I said Wentz. Okay. All right. Cam Newton's next. F Cam. I don't. I don't like it just because of his facial hair choices. I think they. I think it's really ridiculous. Or his uh, wardrobe choices. Or his pretty much a lot of Cam Newton's choices uh, <laughs> when it comes to fashion and the way he styles himself. But as far as can he play football? I mean, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, he is. Uh, I would. Uh, man, I don't know. I'll, I, I, I'll take. You know what? Honestly, I. I think this might be another coin flip, but I would take Cam Newton on this one just because, once again, I think he has a better skill set than Dak Prescott. And yes, Nick, you can laugh at me all you want about that, but I think that matters. Um, I'm biased on this one, so I'm taking Dak Prescott. As a Bucks, as a Bucks fan, I could care less about Cam Newton and that crybaby nonsense. So if if his skill set is being a crybaby bitch when he's on the field, yes, he's better than Dak at that. Give me Prescott, freaking clown, dude. Dude, Cam Newton's a clown. Give me a break. So Cam Cam Newton five years ago, I'd say, or three years ago, I'd say definitely I'd pick Cam Newton. But now, uh, no, I'm gonna go Dak Prescott. So technically, right now, this would be where Prescott, according to Nick, would come in. Should be listed. Okay. At technically, right now, currently number fifteen would be Matt Stafford. Oh, Dak all day. Do Matt? Stafford, you want to stalk? What you want? First of all, his name's not Matt Stafford. He'll be Stat Padford from this day forward because that's all he does in Detroit is pad his stats. Matt Matt Stafford is garbage, garbage. I'm talking about black bag garbage. Nobody's biased there at all, huh? 
I don't think he's garbage. Once again, I two of them is the coin flip. Uh, but yeah, by, I, by I, the, I probably go Prescott on this one. But by the way, there is a biased comment in there that says you're picking Dak over guys who've gone to the Super Bowl. That's that's cool. I know what yeah. I'm saying. It's not my uh, first. Ah uh, man, you know I'm gonna go with Prescott. I, yeah. I I think I'm gonna go with Prescott over Stafford. Okay, so this one here is again another question mark, but apparently they have their reasons for putting him there. Okay, Andy Dole. Prescott. That's that's the list. That, that I'm not. I know you're not making it up. I see you pulling it up, but yeah, I don't know why he's there, but yeah, I go with Prescott all day. Dak. Yeah. yeah. So then they have actually Dak at, would be now 17. Okay. Now, to compare to some of the numbers, all right, 67.7 completion percentage. Beast. Not as high as most of the ones that we've read. Whatever, like two percentage points off. Who cares? Percentages do matter in the NFL. Remember that. Whatever. Next. Threw for 38.85 passing. So not even. That's, That's pretty low compared to the guys we're talking about. But you're also talking about a 1,500-yard uh, running back as well. That's pretty high. Yeah, because no other guy that is true. Back. But okay. Wait, 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 wait. Based on that group-ass comment, name them guys that, that you just talked about that maybe had a, at least a 1,200-yard rush on there of those quarterbacks we just named. <clears throat> exactly. So the fact that he threw for almost 4,000 yards for a running back that – Rush for over what? Over thirteen hundred is beast. Yeah, let's let's look at those numbers. Let's not pick and choose what numbers we are and aren't going to throw out there because again, people want to hate Dallas and hate on Dak. It's called Spader here. Sucking his nuts. I'm not hating on him. You're just sucking his nuts. I'm not sucking his nuts at all. I know a good quarterback when I see one, and Dak's a good freaking quarterback and needs to be given his due. How about that? My problem with where he is on this list, okay, and I know there's probably quarterbacks. I'll scan down through the rest of the list and I'll I'll go through it. But he only threw for seven point per seven point four per attempt. I don't hold that in regard. The 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 yards per attempt, I'm not big and holding that in regard. And he only had twenty two touchdowns to eight picks. Eight picks. And what did Aaron Rodgers have? Didn't Aaron Rodgers have like 28-8 or something crazy like that? No, I think so he had Rodgers, five minutes. So, so, so Dak Prescott for six less TDs than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was 25 touchdowns, two interceptions. Oh, okay, 25-2. and two. Congratulations. So, so what you're telling me is Dak Prescott threw for three less touchdowns than Aaron Rodgers. And, and, six, okay. more, and, about, and six more picks. And six more picks. Okay. But still had, but still had a fourteen hundred rusher that was for damn near ten touchdowns. Aaron Thank Rod- you, and- thank you. Give me a break. Give me a break. Give Dak his due. Stop hating on him. I just threw for six hundred more yards. What? Okay. Am I speaking Swahili here? Of course he's going to throw for six hundred more yards because Dallas has a run game. That's what happens when you have a run game. I. Uh, you also have to remember that. Uh, Mr. Rogers didn't play a full season last year. Oh, no, he did. Yeah. Oh, so Aaron Rodgers played for 16 games and Dak threw for three less touchdowns, even with a formidable run game? Hot <laughs> off my nuts, please. <laughs> well, he, every snap that matters to a quarterback. 
You guys, hey, every time you two keep coming up with numbers, you guys can keep burying yourselves deeper and deeper. So let's let's keep on going. Please keep putting your foot in your mouth because it's exactly what you keep doing. Let's all, keep right, all right, all right, all right. We've we've talked about Dak Prescott enough. This is not the Dak Prescott Jesus. show. Uh, no, let's, we've got some other shit we can talk about. I will have one alarming stat, okay? Uh, if we really want to talk about yardages, uh, yards per attempt, completions, whatever, uh, Derek Carr, who was ranked 21st oh, on this on, list. Hold on. Uh, Alex doesn't want to hear this. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Derek Carr threw 16 games last year, threw for almost 69% completion percentage. Same thing. 4,049 yards, same yards per attempt, 19 and 10. With half the team, what Dak Prescott has. Yeah. 19 and 10, though. That's bad. That's, I don't know how many were tip balls and all like that, but that sounds like bad decision making. So, I mean, the defense is changing. You know, that's the thing is like his interception game last year probably knocked him out of the top 15. I hate to say it, but even Eli Manning's look fucking Prescott's Prescott's numbers look fucking retarded. Why? What does Eli got? Eli was at sixty six percent completion, forty three hundred yards passing with the run game, seven seven point five per attempt, twenty one and eleven. Yeah, still but not as good as that. Dad Saquon Barkley last year. Exactly. Oh, Saquon Barkley last year is not Ezekiel Elliott. Next. Okay. All right. You're not, not trading that jersey and that flagging? No, I'm not trading my jersey and my flagging. Because first of all, you didn't ask, first of all, you didn't ask me about Jameis yet. So you don't even know how I got I got I got big number three coming into this year. So you didn't ask. Right. Closed mouths don't get fed. Okay? So no, I'm not trading in my flag and I'm not trading in my jersey. I just know that Tampa's a couple years away from really being good under Bruce Arians. And I know that Dead Prescott right now is a real deal. So stop hating on my man. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Maybe we should just fly him a whole bunch of cowboy stuff out. <laughs> can I get you want me to get you in a, a, a lunch meeting with Jerry Jones? I could do that. Hey, if, if one, hey, look, if one genius of the mind wants to talk to another genius of the mind, I'll be more than happy to go meet with him. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to go have lunch with Jerry Jones? Yeah, Jack. Apparently, Ezekiel Elliott doesn't want to. Yeah, that's true. Regina <laughs> 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 in the chat said, Nick, eat a Snickers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Who told me that? Who told me that? Medina told me to go eat a Snickers. You mean the same Medina that legit told me that the Jets would be ten and six? The pot calls the kettle black. Sit oh, down somewhere. He didn't say that. He didn't say that. Medina, you're all cracking. You think Jets are going ten and six? Exactly. Exactly. So I'm eating. I actually eat a Snickers. Pot calls kettle black. By the way, I love it when you use green screens because green bottles look clear. Oh yeah, they're just nothing. Uh, all right, we've got. I'm, I'm done talking about Dak Prescott. He, we, we. I think we've talked that one into that. Well, I want to talk about, uh, and that's not because it's my team, but uh, can in, did anybody happen to catch Thursday night's preseason game in Canada? Yes, this was a fucking ret- ridiculous 
event. Oh, the eighty, the eighty yards. Where, uh, yeah, the uh, the field was shortened by twenty yards because of the way that the uh, goalposts are placed. There was a huge hole in the end zone. Gigantic. Like, because that's okay. So, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. They're CF. I don't know if they're CFL if it's an arena football team. I don't know. Um, but their yeah, goalpost ends up is in the middle of their goalpost is in the middle of what would have been the end zone, and so somehow if the NFL, I don't know who to blame for this. This is the thing I'm irritated about. This is like, and I don't like I said, I don't care that it was the Raiders. I do not care that it was the Raiders. I do not care that it was the Packers. This is the NFL. All right, that wasn't a game. That game should have never been played. It's an embarrassment. So we were trying to get all these other countries to join in like, hey, check out the NFL and, you know, st- you know, get a team. We're playing in Mexico City, Winnipeg, London. What the hell are we doing? Like, yeah. seriously, how do you decide that wasn't a game? That was an embarrassment. You sit there and you're going to tell me that you're going to like, oh, we're not going to play. First off, it's the third se- third uh, third preseason game. Everybody said dress rehearsal. And there's a bunch of kids trying to make this team. So what? The special teams don't get to play now because it's on an 80 yard or 80 yard field. And so the, t- the end zone is now on the 10 yard line. They don't. There's no touchbacks. They start on the 15 yard, 15 yard line. No kickoffs. Give me a fucking break. Are you shitting me? They should have canceled that game. Completely canceled that game and given everybody in Canada their fucking money back because that it's the NFL. Jesus Christ. Just like last year in Mexico. Remember when it was KC versus the Rams in Mexico, Monday night game. They had to fucking take the game out of Mexico and they put it in LA because the field was shit. How does the NFL not after that debacle? How did the NFL not go check the fucking field to make sure it was right? Well, I have no idea. The update that I did read about this post game was the day before the game, the, the field was deemed playable. Okay. To NFL standards, that field was deemed to play on. Whatever happened within the 24 hour window, whether it could be weather, because it could have rained and the ground could have sagged from them taking. No, 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 no. That's not the way it was either. Because the reason there was a hole is because that's where the Blue Bombers goalpost is. That's why there was a hole there. It had nothing to do with the weather. It had nothing to do with erosion, nothing like that. That that hole is always there because that's where they put their their goalpost. They just didn't. That's not an NFL regulation goalpost. So they had to move it back. Read was is that they did remove the goalpost. Yeah. Fill the hole where the goalpost was. Okay. To put it to NFL standards. Now, whoever fucking did whatever they did, screw the pooch because they fucking have a full field and changes all of the fucking dynamics of it. So obviously, at that point, I really wouldn't want to put my starters out there either. I don't blame them. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put my starters out there. I mean, I don't. Didn't want any of our guys playing on that. And I know they didn't put. I just why. I didn't even want Aaron Rodgers playing on that. I don't even. I mean, I'm not even. I'm not a Packers fan, but I don't think any of their starters. I think it was the. I think it was a slap in the face to Canada, honestly, and, and I really do. I think the NFL should have just been like, "Look, we'll reschedule the game." 
I mean, granted, it's preseason. It's a it's a little real difficult to, but okay, we'll bring you guys one next year. Everybody's tickets will be okay. We'll make sure the field's up to to stuff. That game does, in my book, that game does not does, does not need to be played because we are. It, it is the NFL that a place that holds himself to such high standards in certain places. Then you're going to tell me that we're oh, oh we'll do the game. But we're not going to because we don't want to give these guys their money back. Of course, I agree with what uh. Uh, Medina says it's the NFL. They're never going to give you your money back, and I they won't. So I mean, instead they hold they, but the league that holds themselves to such high standards, then you're going to tell me we're playing on an 80 yard field and there's no special teams. Get the fuck out of here, man! Get get out of here. That was an embarrassment of a football football game. wasn't even a game. I didn't take anything of it. No starters play. There's no dress rehearsal. A bunch of kids probably going to get cut because they didn't get to play that game, and it was boring. I mean, it was a boring game because it's like you you can't. I couldn't even. I didn't even want to pay attention because I was mad going into the game. Well, on that note, we're at that time. We got the little extra piece in, which was good. <laughs> Um, we will be back starting next week. However, we're not going to just be here on Tuesday. We're going to be here Tuesday and Friday. Next week starts the uh, contest, so to speak, for all of the picks. That will be with the line and without the line. So if you're a betting person, we're pretty much going to test not only ourselves, but the fans of the show on your pick throughout the year. And see where that all comes out. Uh, we'll have lines. We'll have the uh, what betting? What line betting we're we using? Um, we're going to use the Vegas line. Okay. And I have the site for it, so I'll be able to keep everybody updated on that. And uh, we'll also have the uh, schedule on the screen. Cool. That'll be making its return again next week as well. Yeah, and once again, everybody in the comment section, all nine of you that are still sitting here watching, nine ten of you that are still sitting here watching, um, go to the Arts Rivals page. Uh, and then we'll we'll get uh, next week. We'll get a way for you to get us our uh, get us your picks for the week, and uh, we'll go from there. Nick, any final comment? Uh, if the Buccaneers don't get their offensive line straight, Jameis will be joining Andrew Luck. We gotta figure that out. Uh, to Kent, uh, we'll work on fantasy because we're gonna kind of briefly touch up on fantasy a little bit throughout the entire season. Uh, but, but on behalf of my teammates, Alex, Nick, Todd, we'll catch you guys all next week. Peace. Pain Train Productions presents Arch Rivals Football Season 2. Your starting lineup... Ricky Litwinkowicz, Alex Aldafe, Todd Rosenfeld, and Nicholas Russell. Enjoy the show.